Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Mark Sheldon Lloyd Show with Mark Sheldon Lloyd. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. For our audience of one. <laughs> Pete's a great audience, though. He's a great. Isn't he the best? Brilliant editor as well. Yeah. So thanks, Pete. You're a legend. Uh, <laughs> and thanks to Berkshire Media, uh, who I collaborate with. I'm with Sir Alex, and it's fantastic to be here in the Berkshire Media studios. Well, it's an absolute honour to have you. So, Sir Alex, you always have a question for me about property, don't you? Yes. What is it this time? Well, I think you're about to have a rant. Am I? Yeah. Cash flow versus capital appreciation. I feel a rant coming on. I feel a rant coming on. Look, yeah. Podcasts are a form of therapy. So. Yeah unleash it for me yeah now cash flow versus capital appreciation i feel this is a bit of a rant i have spoken to many business owners and the ones i trust implicitly are the ones that understand that cash flow there's no point saying i've got so much money of cash flow or whatever because you're not really telling people exactly what your net profit is after tax expenses and taxes tax being your biggest expense so when people say i'm cash flowing my properties that's great but you can have a great business producing a lot of cash flow. If it produces £1 million cash flow and your overheads are £999,000, you, you're left with very little. So what I'm trying to say is people have to be really honest with the cash flow. And really, I've found from being a property investor for 25 years, cash flow is important. All my properties are cash flowing. And we have different things. I, I don't take into consideration... Um, when people say gross yield, I think that's irrelevant because it's completely useless. And I don't take into too much consideration when they just talk about cash flow. I think I want to know their net profit. And I think the, the biggest money in property is made really on uh, capital appreciation and re- when you remortgage a property. And so property generally goes up in value and then you revalue it. And you basically take out that profit from when you bought it to where it is now. That's the capital appreciation. Now, the problem with capital appreciation, and there's a great property investor who sums this up very well, capital appreciation can be vanity because you can't always buy a property thinking, oh, it's definitely going to go up in value. I'll wait for that magic moment because look what's happening. Interest rates are going up and, you know, refinancing is really tricky at the moment. So I think you've got to choose properties that are profitable, that produce cash flow, that make money, but... Also, you should choose good, generally good quality stock as you get more experience. It's a, it's a complex process, multifactorial, and that's why I run the property coaching program. And that's why people ask me for help. Cash flow versus capital appreciation, both are important, but really, you should always invest in a property that creates cash flow, and you shouldn't dismiss capital appreciation. It's it it's it is the, the way I found I made the most money in property, but you shouldn't um, hope for it. You shouldn't you know, always put, you know, your whole expectation into it that the property is going to go up in value and that you, because look at, um, let's take a classic example of when this didn't happen. There was the Grenfell fire. Remember that? And yeah. It tra- it's tragic. Okay? Yeah. I've driven past it as yeah, well. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty horrific and it kind of really brings into home what can go wrong. And that was a problem with the cladding and the cladding wasn't right. And the, the whole people, many people lost their lives, loved ones, uh, tragic. So properties that were in London that were valued at really high prices, I had a flat in central London, it suddenly became unmortgageable for a period of time because it didn't have the right cladding. So you, if you wow. were waiting for that capital appreciation, it's gone. But that property cash flowed really well. 
So if that property hadn't been cash flowing, if I'd bought that property in the hope that, oh, well, it's just about making money and, you know, I would have been really stuck, but I got through it because of cash flow. That shows you. However, we, I mean, I've got a property that I'm refinancing off at the end of the year that's got about 63% equity in. Um, And so, again, interest rates have gone up and refinancing is going to be tricky. So I'm never going to be able to pull out as much money as I thought I would when I took out that first mortgage. So again, you can't rely on capital appreciation. Um, You know, there's a very good property investor who talks a lot about no money down techniques. He's excellent. He's a brilliant property investor and he's a very wise person. And I think that it's true in what he says, that capital appreciation is vanity. Um, But I also think that as you become a a better property investor and you become older, especially when you're doing another stressful profession. This is something I want to rant and rave about a little bit. There's a lot of property gurus. They are property investors. They are not property investors and consultant plastic surgeons, and they're not consultant intensive um, care consultants, and they're not, you know, nurse specialists treating cancer patients with all the stresses involved. They're not, you know, they're not treating sick patients. When you're treating six patients, you have a certain level of anxiety. So you can't adopt some of these, what I'd call complex or quite a lot of uh, property strategies with a lot of moving parts. And hence, I think in that sense, you're much better off sometimes taking a turnkey property that looks good, makes mon- some money and, and, and going with it than trying to, to be too ambitious. I think that's where it will strike a happy medium. So some of the things that property gurus suggest... Um, I think are a bit far-fetched for busy hospital specialists, which is what I'm, what I am, and you know, and I think that's important. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it's, let's let's talk. You know, if you look about capital appreciation, um, it leads into something like you know, I love cars. Ninety-nine point nine percent of cars depreciate. Okay, so imagine if you went into buying a car and thought it would appreciate. You know, you'd really, really have to really be very careful there. So I, I take the same attitude actually. Generally, with 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 property, I, I don't expect it to always go up or the market to be what it is. Um, I don't live in hope. I live in reality. I have a structured and strategic way of thinking through property investment. And that's what, that's what I share on my property coaching program. So that's it really. Yeah. But capital appreciation versus cash flow. There's two camps. If you listen to, for instance, the property hub with Rob Dix and Rob Bentz, they're very much capital appreciation. If you listen to progressive property with Kevin McDonald, who's the fantastic property investor, all of these guys are fantastic property investors, very much more cash flow. And um, so if it can be very confusing when you're starting out in property, when you have these big names sharing such very strong philosophies. But as someone who has experienced both, both are correct, but you need to have a measured way of viewing it. So that's why you need to understand why cash flow is important and why capital appreciation is important. But you shouldn't invest in a property in the expectation that it will always work out the way you think it will. You have to have safeguards and hence why you need mentorship and good education. And that's what I provide. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Mark. You're welcome. Thanks. It's a difficult question. It's a difficult question you asked. It is not a 
not an easy question at no. all. And if you have any comments, whether you agree or disagree, maybe you have your own opinions on which one is better, then put it in the comments. Yeah, it's a really tricky one. And people go, there'll be people who are probably I've annoyed in saying what I've said. Please comment below and, you know, I'll try and address those. But, you you know, I'm learning from everyone. Also, there'll be people who agree with me a lot and say, hey, you're right, you know, I've experienced both. And, you know, I like my cash flow. But also when I remortgaged, I got a great big chunk of cash that I could go out and invest more in more properties with. That's great as too. So, yeah, it's all good. Brilliant. Have a good one, guys. Thanks, Sir Alex. Awesome. See you in the next one. Thank you for watching this video and please like, share, comment and push the notifications bell to receive the next and latest video from the Mark Sheldon Lloyd Show.